This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to hell, the belly of the beast, the lair of the Illuminati, the headquarters of the Worldwide Crime Syndicate. This is the Who's Number One podcast, episode number 153. It's fight week, road to ADCC, Saturday night. This time, Saturday night, not Friday, like who's number one. We got a big episode coming today. We got a special guest with us in the studio today, Craig Jones himself, uh, broken hand and all. We got rejoining me, as, as always, in the back. Double duty back there, Connor and Corey together at the Illuminati station. This event is brought, or this uh, event... Show everything brought to you by Fat Tire Beer. We're gonna crack some of these open in a second. All, events also brought to you by BJ Fanatics, uh, Defense Soap, some other stuff, uh, Bubs, CBD mm, or something. Mm-hmm, but uh, mm-hmm. all right, today is brought to you by Fat Tire. So first off, this is about to be a wild podcast. Right here. <laughs> this is about to be a crazy one. <laughs> yeah, Strap in, everybody. You guys crack those beers open back there yet? We're going. Not yet. All right, once you get to uh, throw us your uh, bottle opener, try not to hit Craig, but uh, throw it to us once you're done with that. I don't have my lighter today. Oh, First off, Craig, why don't you explain to the people what happened? What You were supposed to be fighting. Last time we talked uh, on this show, you were still scheduled to fight Hulk. What happened? So, All right, so I feel bad as well because I've been scheduled to face Hulk two times now. The first time COVID took me out, and this time uh, an even worse disease, Oliver Taza, <laughs> took me out. So he maliciously assaulted me, I'm going to say probably, it's probably last Saturday. And then it took me a while to pull out because I was busy battling Puerto Rican medical care. It took three x-rays to get a clear diagnosis on the injury. It took over a week to find this splint in Puerto Rico, which I had to do a lot of things to get this splint. But yeah. I'm not, really- not safe for the podcast to talk about what you had to do. Not to yeah, get, to I, get mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I, a friend hooked it up. My friend Juan hooked it up. He had to pretend to have a broken hand himself. And uh, <laughs> what he did was send his doctor a picture of the x-ray and unfortunately he sent him the picture of the x-ray i posted not the x-ray you guys posted which is obviously the one where we had edited in a very small penis <laughs> into, in between my hand i didn't know gotcha. i sent him sent him that uh juan didn't see that sent it to his doctor and his doctor saw the penis juan sent the, the fake one to his doctor yeah he didn't even oh. notice the penis in it and then the guy was like what's what else is in the x-ray he's like i see something else juan's like there's nothing else there it's just a hand something else is going on so, so it took you a week to get a splint they got cbs and shit down there i've been there they, like they just yeah. don't have that stuff in there Walgreens? Not, not something this extravagant right. unfortunately so what'd you do you just so, yeah, I used my friend Juan. He was able to get it himself. He had to go in. They wouldn't give you this without a prescription, strangely enough. So he had to pretend to have a broken hand. He went into um, the orthopedic place. And even the lady, when he was, she was putting it on, she's like, wow, you do have a swollen hand, even though his hand wasn't injured Wait, so why couldn't you go in there? Why couldn't I go in there? Because I had given up at this point. I was on, <laughs> I was on Dr. Three. Gotcha. And, um, yeah, so nothing was happening. Like, I, I couldn't get a diagnosis. The first, I went into an emergency room. Took an x-ray. The doctor squeezed my hand a few times. Five hours later, he emerges from the back, and he says to me, I don't think it's broken, man. So Juan, the blue belt, the, the, the teenager. Well, no, no, no. The guy that owns the gym, Juan. He oh, okay. Combat 360. Yeah, he really He, he had really to go somewhere and pretend that he broke his hand. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, it's, I don't know. Maybe they just don't like Australians. But, like, he, he was able to get it done pretty quick. But, yeah, Puerto Rico, you need to know someone. If you try to battle <laughs> just Puerto Rican medical care by yourself, you will lose. <laughs> Every single time. Connor, what's going on online? Where are we taking <clears throat> questions from today? Is it from Discord, from YouTube? We'll take 
questions from the Discord, I'll drop the invite in the YouTube chat so everyone has it there. Uh, but if you got something funny on the YouTube chat and we see it, we'll throw you up. What are Just they saying so... already? Anybody got anything for Craig on there? Yeah, they let them know uh, they're going to be calling him Craig Glasshands Jones. Uh, oh, Steve is shouting us out. He's uh, he's a, the moderator. I don't know if you've uh, familiar with those. Are you on Discord? Around. I'm not. You're Maybe not I'm too old. I've yeah. never used it. I didn't know about it till we made this thing either. So we're all a little too old for Discord, yeah. but we're on there. So check it out. Yeah. I want to know how did Hulk take it. I, I want to know. That's the second time you pulled out against Hulk. He must have been second pissed. Time. I, I don't know. Whenever I message Hulk, he usually takes about seven hours to respond. So, like, he usually leaves me hanging for a bit. But he was pretty cool with it. I'm actually just noticing how effeminate I look drinking a beer with this little <laughs> finger. <laughs> you look European. Yeah, that's so concerning. you're going to be there this week watching and everything still, uh, probably coaching your teammates and all that. What's your favorite match looking forward to? Oh, my favorite match would be Nikki. Yeah. I mean, Nikki beats the shit out of me in the gym, but we just don't see that on the competition mm. mats yet. So mm. I think uh, I'm always waiting for that moment where he performs as well on the mats as he does in the gym. All right, so uh, should we, before we get into breaking down the card, you guys want to announce the... Uh, big announcement here. Let's jump, do it. If, yeah. If you weren't paying bird. attention today, you might not realize this. Andrew Wilty has had to pull out of his match with Roberto Jimenez, unfortunately. He had to pull out Something this morning. Craig and, Craig and him. Are we going to discuss why? Or is that not for uh, television? Not for YouTube. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to do that. So Andrew Wilkie's injured. I had to pull out of this, <laughs> this match. Uh, it's an injury I don't think any of us have ever had, to be honest. But uh, this is this is where the title comes in. Craig Jones gets his fire. Unfortunate. That was a match a lot of people were really excited Man. for. Andrew versus Roberto. But we got a pretty fire replacement lined up on just a couple hours' notice. Reed, do you want to do the honors and announce who, who's going to be facing Roberto Jimenez? To Hell kick yeah. Off the event? Hell yeah, for sure. Roberto Jimenez, obviously one of the most electric competitors in the sport right now. Super exciting. Well, he's going to be taking on another electric competitor, another surging, um, fantastic grappler who's who's been killing it on the who's number one stage now he's jumping to adcc uh cade rotolo is going to be jumping in on just a few days notice against roberto jimenez uh, if you were excited about andrew versus roberto man this one is just as hype just as exciting as, as far as i'm concerned yeah what do you guys absolutely think? i mean uh cade's coming in he just buggy choked uh cole franson he, he tapped uh ethan and he's, he's coming in with a whole bunch of momentum Got a rematch against Roberto, who he lost to before. He's taken it on short notice. I mean, the Rotolos are always down. This Love is, about, I mean, you're Love talking it. about a replacement on a few days' notice. Cade Rotolo is about as exciting as it gets. And then you got Cade versus Roberto. It's just basically guaranteed excitement. What do you think about this match, Greg? Oh, I mean, I love Cade because he's the king of fucking bullshit submissions. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you pass his guard, you think you're safe. Same as his older brother. I guess they both do the same stuff there. But, uh, yeah, that buggy chug, man. It's a said his older brother. They're twin brothers, Twins. Right? I think he's a couple minutes old. Okay, okay, okay. Ty's older. <laughs> <Got it. laughs> um, I'd just say he's older because he's bigger. Mm -hmm, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, yeah, uh, just dangerous from anywhere. You know, like, it's one of those submissions where you've got to be aware of because it would be so embarrassing to be done with. Ty was going for a buggy choke against you. You were, you were hip to it? Or did you going into it? You thought that you were going to try to... Well, let's, to... let's say I'm glad that Kate hit that move in a previous match <laughs> and it refreshed my memory on what, <laughs> what bullshit Ty might try down there. Do you think um, you would have tapped to her or you, would you have just been like, fuck it, I'm going to sleep to this thing? Honestly... Main event, who's number one? Joe Rogan sitting there watching you. Are you, are you tapping to the buggy choke or are you, you going out? You're skipping a third option, and that's... I slam and get DQ. Yeah. <laughs> Classic, yeah. I, I used to know I used to know a guy uh, in Illinois that would I didn't know him, but there's a guy who would do all the nagas, and if you were going to tap him, you would just get DQ, so he could say you didn't tap him. Yeah, exactly. That's a strategy. That's an incredible That's a strategy. strategy. Smart. <laughs> wow. Uh, we did have a question here, uh, Craig. Do you regret all the times you bullied Taza until now? You think that uh, played into this? No, saying, is that Albert Tassa asking that question? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe under a fake name, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, not at all, actually. And I intend to hold him down and break his little finger when I'm, <laughs> when I'm feeling up to it. If anything, the bullying's going to increase from this, you know? That's good to know. I'm sure he appreciates that. <laughs> yeah, you think it was revenge on Tassa's part? It was an accident. It was an accident. Uh, I would assume it was Revenge. an accident. I do bring out a certain... I hope it's an accident. <laughs> I, I bring out a certain energy in Taza in the training room yeah. that I think no one else quite gets, and that is he violently thrashes around. Taza's known to kick me. He will do anything. <laughs> he, he will bite me during a roll. Whatever he can do he to survive. He has not bit you during a roll. He's, he's bit me, he's yeah. <laughs> he even does what Tyra Tolo does where he tries to... Well, obviously, Wagner does it from the back. Ty will do it from anywhere. Taza's actually picked up that trick as well, who just starts smothering me. From anywhere. So, if, I mean, if anyone's going to bite someone, it should be me biting him for doing that. Mm -hmm. 
you might need to take them to court. He cost you a lot of money this week. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, taking yeah. food out of your kids' mouths. Uh, what are they saying <laughs> online about Cade versus Roberto? Did, 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 what was the reaction like to that match? Amazing replacement. Uh, there's Crazy. a lot of questions about what happened to uh, Andrew Wiltsey, so thanks for teasing that one, Craig. Everyone's going to love it. Uh, yeah, Who too much Band dis- Express. Too much. That's Band Andrew's Express. story to tell. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Mo and Ricardo. They're the guys who are doing these uh, Road to ADCC matches. They've had a tough time. They replaced you. They replaced you with William Tackett, which we'll talk about in a minute. They replaced uh, Wiltsey with Cage. So they're doing a great job of finding replacements at, on, on short notice. But you guys want to run through the card? You want to make, go through and make our predictions? Yeah. Craig yeah. Jones edition? Let's do it. All right, kicking it off. The main event of the evening. Two ADCC champs from 2019. Uh, Kyna Duarte. Against Mateus Denise. Mateus Denise defeated our co-host Craig Jones in the final there. Uh, but he's going up against Kynan this time. And I think Kynan is going to be a little bit too much for him. A, uh, a little too too big, too fast, too strong. His technique's too good. I think Kynan, there's going to be some sort of scramble, wrestling exchange on the on the edge. Kynan's going to get on the back. He's going to choke Mateus' face. Not cho- not strangle him. He's just going to squeeze his face and tap it from the back. What do you think about that prediction? Yeah, I think, I think you're probably right on that. I think it could, the match... I think it won't be quick. It'll be a, a bit of a slow burner, but I do think Kainan's probably going to get the better, and that's just because <clears throat> Denise is such a powerhouse, usually the physically stronger guy, and Kainan's obviously going to be a little bigger, a little stronger than uh, Denise. I think that's really going to play a big factor in the match. You watched uh, Mateus versus Hulk, right? <clears throat> yeah. What, what do you think about that match? Obviously, besides the... Besides not, the yeah, not besides yeah, the, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, start with the, the real be, match and then the end. Yeah, I, I, I watched the whole match, but I probably watched the ending 100 times. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, <clears throat> Denise was looking good. They're both looking good out there. Barbosa hit some uh, hit some pretty nice doubles. I, I'm obviously he's got a very different style to Kainan, but I think Denise does struggle with much bigger, stronger guys as as we saw <clears throat> in the Gordon match. So yeah, in that sense, I think Kainan's just going to be too too powerful for him. Are you uh, are you uh, the same as me? You think Kainan's going to get a sub? It's a twenty minute match. You think he finishes him? <clears throat> I, I will say it depends how action packed it is. <clears throat> if Kainan takes a good position. When Denise is tired, I think he will 100% submit him. But if if it's a slow-paced match and both the guys' energies are high, I think uh, if Kynan does get to a good position, he'll probably go to the decision. What if Mateus chokes him when the, when the match is over? Imagine if it happened again. <laughs> <laughs> Lightning strikes twice. Reed, what are you thinking about this match? Yeah, obviously this is, you know, you got to talk about the, uh, the the rule set a little bit. You know, this is the ADCC rule set. There's going to be points in the second half of the match. It's a 20-minute 20, yeah. 20 match, so it really could change things, certainly. Um, you know, it's hard to, to, to pick against Kynan here. I just think he's he's really, he's one of those guys that are just at the very top of the sport, I think. Um, so I, 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 t- I have to agree with you guys. I think Kynan's going to win this one by submission. But uh, I was going to ask you, Craig, what do you, what do you think Mateus has to do to, to win this match? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. I'm actually thinking I'm probably the best man to answer this because yeah. I've lost to both of them. Um, what does Denise have to do? I think probably just secure a takedown. But again, if he secures that takedown before the points period, mm. uh, Kynan might be able to sweep or reverse him during the points period. So it's really, I think Denise wins if he secures a takedown after the points period. I don't really see Denise passing Kynan. If Kynan puts Denise down, uh, it'll be interesting to see if Denise can sort of hip ice back up and bring it back to the feet or whether Kynan has the ability to pin him and hold him down. Well, if, if Mateus can get up in the points period too, and then he's up to zero, if he can get a takedown be up to zero, he's really hard to score on an ADCC mm. rules, right? Yeah, very hard. Denise is probably one of the hardest guys to get any uh, offense going against. Really. Like he's, I wouldn't say he's overly defensive, but he's very good strategically, and he really understands the rules and how to gain that to his advantage. All right, to the back. Corey, what are you thinking about this matchup? How does this one go down? Yeah, I, I think Kynan's obviously a very precise competitor. I do have Kynan taking this match, but I think it, it goes to points or to decision. Uh, 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 Denise is just too good at getting out of bad spots and staying in, in spots where he's competitive. Uh, I think it'll probably be very close, but I think it goes to Kynan. Connor, what's going on with the chat? They got anything interesting to say? Anything worthwhile? Yeah, man. I mean, there's obviously going to be a lot of like buzzer beater submission jokes, but uh, it looks <laughs> like the chat is pretty, pretty across the board looking at Kynan for the win here. I don't know if it says across the board. It looks about 50% of the people are picking uh, Denise to win it with a buzzer beating choke, so. Well, yeah, never mind, man. <laughs> <laughs> after the bell, so. Have you wrestled with Kynan? You ever wrestled with Kynan? We did some, we did some wrestling together at. Uh, <clears throat> the Modolfo camp, mm. which was going back to when was that? That was beginning of 2020, I think. 
So yeah, uh, kind of interesting. Uh, pretty damn good. Obviously, he looked very good uh, hitting the slide by against uh, Adolfo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. look, he's, he's got a lot of options from there. And what's interesting is actually <clears throat> Denise and Hulk. When Denise really went for it, he secured the submission. So I think something that holds Denise back a bit, yeah. not in terms of accomplishments, but in terms of just really becoming a fan favorite, is that he's not aggressive enough. When I think he has the skills to submit a lot more people, but he doesn't, uh, he doesn't go for it unless he's going to pull the trigger. Yeah. yeah, we did talk a little bit about that last week. It's just like, I mean, he's submitting Hulk. I mean, like he can he can do those things. It just like it seems like there's something. Uh, holding him back a little bit from not pulling the trigger, but, but when he does, he can you know blow lights out of guys. But for some reason, that's what I feel. When I've competed against Denise, I feel like he could pass my guard, but uh, he doesn't I'll say that. fully commit. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't fully commit to it. You know what I mean? So it's like in that sense, I think it stifles him a bit with his finishing ability. Which of these two guys would you want to rematch with more? If it was Mateus Denise or Kinda Duarte, who would you want to rematch with? I would go Kainan because he submitted me, so I would love to get that one back. But again, Denise, I want the rematch, but um, we've had three matches now, and all three have been boring as shit. So in terms of asking the fans to watch a fourth one, I'm just like, I don't know if I could put the fans through that, you know? Kind of seemed like the logical next step, right? Like if you would have beat Hulk because, what, you beat Ronaldo, you beat mm. Ty, and then if you would have beat Hulk, that would have been three Atos guys this year. And then it's like, who's the next guy? If you're going through like a video game like Mortal Kombat going through characters, kind of the next one, right? Kind of the next one, yeah, for sure. There might have been a hit put out on me if I went three and oh. Who follows through on the hit, though? Who comes and gets you? Is Ooh, it another Atos guy, or do they go Probably elsewhere? Gabby Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> but I, th- I think Kynan is just, you know, he's chasing Gordon, right? Like, it, it, that's what it seems like to me. I, I, in, in this Nogi world, it seems like uh, Kynan, Gordon, those guys, it just seems like they're, they're that upper echelon of, of the sport. And uh, so I, th- I think Kynan is going to show this on, on Saturday night. All right, Craig, before we go to the next match, if that match happened, Kynan versus Gordon, you have to beat against Kynan, you train with Gordon all the time. Obviously, Gordon's on a hiatus right now, but say he comes back, he's, uh, you know, at, at 100%. How does it match with him and Kainan go down? <clears throat> yeah, that'll be a, that'll be an interesting one. Obviously, the first one was so exciting. And basically, uh, Kainan was in the lead until the very end when uh, Gordon was able to turn it around. So a rematch would be amazing to watch. I do think Gordon is too big, too strong. I think uh, if he were to sweep Kainan or to take him down... It would go downhill very quickly from there. Kynan has excellent passing and excellent ability to take the back from top, which he almost did to Gordon in the first match. But I think Gordon would probably have a slightly different strategy. And you saw as he turned that match around, he got on top and passed uh, to secure the victory. So I think he would more or less follow the same game plan and be able to have the same success without having risked giving up his back like he did in the first match. Did did, um, Gordon tap Mateus within 20 minutes uh, on who's number one? I think Ooh. so. It was about probably about twenty Around minutes. 20 Corey, yeah. do you know that? Yeah, because that one went for a while. Uh, we'll, we'll have that answer in a minute. All right. So the co-main event of the evening has been last time we had this show. Craig was the co-main event. Craig broke his hand. With, Hulk has a new opponent. We'll talk about that soon. But the new co-main event is now Nikki Ryan versus Dante Leon. This is a match I'm really excited for because it's like I feel like these are almost like these guys are literally the exact same size. Very similar style. They both like to wrestle up from guard. I feel like they're literally, if you put them next to each other, they're, they're the exact same size. And very similar styles. I think Nikki probably a little bit more advanced in leg locks. He has more leg lock victories for sure. Uh, the legendary heel hook over Tony Ramos. But, uh, <laughs> the fastest submission yeah, in who's ra- number one has to be. Fake. <laughs> <laughs> but Nikki Ryan versus Dante Leon. This is a match I'm super excited for. Uh it's going to be interesting. He's going to come down to wrestling with these two guys, whether they're on the feet or whoever ends up on bottom is going to be trying to wrestle up uh, from guard. I think Dante takes a close one here. I think Dante is just a little bit older, probably a little bit more stronger, uh, a little bit more experienced uh, compared to Nikki at this point. Nikki just turned 20. He's still got uh, probably a long way to, to evolve with this game. But, I mean, Nikki can, take, Nikki can beat anybody on earth. But I think Dante ekes one out here, either a ref decision or wins by two points or something. That, that's who I'm going with. Uh, I, I'm going to say Dante Leon takes this one. How do you think your teammate Nikki Ryan does? I give Nikki the edge everywhere in this match. The only place I really don't give him the edge is in competition experience and being able to put it together at a big show. So I think I think Nikki's better. Can he uh, transition past Dante's competition experience? Because I've watched him train in the gym, but again, when you see it on the competition mats, it's a totally different thing. How, how, yeah, because explain to the people, mm. me and Reed have seen him in the room. How good is Nicky Ryan in the room? Like when you roll with him, how does it go? Yeah, it goes pretty rough, to be honest. Like I can hold off the little bastard for a while, but uh, he does take it. 
he does beat me down eventually. You know, I would say he has a wrestling advantage. Um, his passing's very good. Uh, but yeah, he's he's incredible in the gym. Probably one of the best guys I've ever trained with. But sadly, we just haven't seen it. Like he's had like the Gabriel Almeida match decisively won, but it was still a tough match to get the finish. But yeah, he's going to hit that point soon where he's able to perform like he does in the gym. What is it? Why, why do you think we haven't seen the, that be, the best Nikki that we've seen? Is it just the experience, or you know, obviously, you know, we're all used to Gordon going out there and just like demolishing guys, so we're kind of expecting the same thing from Nikki sometimes, but haven't quite seen. I feel like, like you're saying, the best Nikki. What? Why is that? I think it's because he just hasn't competed enough. Like, say for me, like I competed a ton, a ton of IBJJF events, like uh, blue, purple, brown. You know, like I did a ton of those events, and there was nothing at stake. Like no one knew who I was, no one cared. So really, I was just going out there to compete for me. And that, I was able to build up a ton of competition experience. So when I hit the big stage, I'd already practiced competing so much, it felt very natural to me. Whereas because Nicky's always been Gordon's brother, mm -hmm. he's never had an event where there wasn't any pressure on him. Even if he showed up at a local tournament, everyone would be like, oh, it's Nicky's brother. I mean, Gordon's brother would try and obviously really want a victory over him or they'd really talk about how his performance went. So I think he shied away from competing as often. And again, like Dante Leon competed a ton, he used to compete yeah. a ton in IBJJF events. Me and him even had a couple gi matches mm -hmm. uh, back in the day. How'd it go? Um, brown belts? <clears throat> yes. What happened? I footlocked him in the first one, and he beat me by points in the second one. It's crazy to talk about Nicky not having that much experience because he's only 20 and he's already done ADCC twice, right? Like, we're yeah. going to reach a point where he's like 30 and he's had an insane amount of experience yeah. compared to everybody else, right? It's because he's like, he's just coming up. He's still young. Like, uh, I mean, if this was another sport, he'd be like a college sophomore or something. And he'd still just be getting going. But he's, he's been around so long. It's, 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 hard. it's easy to uh, forget how young he is. In the back, Corey, what are you thinking about this match? Yeah, I've been saying this the last couple of weeks. I think it is a really close, really competitive match, but I think just Dante has the edge. It is mostly the, the competition experience that, that does it for me. But I think most most of that is that we're used to seeing Dante in in third gear, right, and and really sprinting and really really going after the going after the attack. And while we've seen shades of that in Nikki on the Who's Number One mat. I don't think we've seen it at the same level yet. So I think this, this match could really be a coin toss, but I, I think Dante takes it. Connor, what are they saying on Discord? I think we got a Dante edge by, like, one vote. They're actually really split on this one. So they think it's going to be Dante someone had brought yeah, it's up. a great match. They think uh, Nikki is going to, I don't know if this was the words they used, but old under the bright lights. I what think the hell does that mean? It says they both got that fright. vertically shrunken head. Yeah, they, they, both look, they both look like a big toe, right? <laughs> 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 what the hell? People are harsh. Uh, <laughs> I, want, I want to say, I want to give my prediction. Just, um, I think I'm, I'm going with Nikki still. I think this is kind of prime uh, type of opponent for Nikki. I feel like we haven't seen somebody really take the fight to Nikki just, just yet and, and put Nikki on his like back foot. I think ultimately that, that'll um, help Nikki, make him open up, make him go for some for some things that maybe we hadn't seen before. Um, I'd expect even even Dante to, to get some good positions, to get a takedown, to maybe get a guard pass or something like that I, early in the match, and then it lights a fire under, underneath Nikki. And I still like Nikki to win by submission here. I, I think he can do it. And like we haven't, You think he uh, be, does it quicker than the Tony Ramos sub? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think it's going to be quicker than the Tony Ramos sub. Maybe quicker than... No, no. But... We'll see. We'll see. I, I just think that you know we haven't seen somebody bring the fight to to Nikki like uh, you know PJ Gabriel. They did a great job, but I don't think they really pushed the pace. I'm waiting for somebody to do that with Nikki, and uh, hopefully we see it on Saturday. So Dante's coming in on two losses. I'm looking at, at his uh, BJ Heroes right now. The Hibamar one was bullshit. Yeah, he won that. match. He won that match against Hibamar. Yeah. That was a bullshit decision. Uh, he won that match. Every, every way you can imagine. He, he lost a decision to Roberto, who's number one. He beat Cody Steele at who's number one. He lost to Gary at who's number one. So he, he went one, one and two and some tough matches at who's number one. Before that, before that, he was sort of on a roll. He tapped Johnny Tama. He beat Ty Ruotolo at Grapple Fest. I don't even really remember that one. Oh, he was really on a roll before that. But, uh, yeah. He's got just a killer, man. 100%. Super fun to watch. He definitely probably has on paper the wrestling advantage. Great you know, cardio, would, too. Mm -hmm, Great cardio. Never stops. Fan favorite, both these guys. That's why it's a co-main event, I think. You know, both these guys have big fan bases. Both these guys, uh, people love to watch them go. Can't wait to watch this one. So going down down the card is another match that could be a main event, really, anywhere. Like, this is a crazy match. Uh, Mikey Musumeci bumping up in weight to fight. I guess not bumping weight because it's the lowest weight at ADCC. Going against Gio Martinez. At his uh, new weight. At his new weight at 66 kilograms. This is going to be Mikey... First ever match under ADCC rules, which is crazy. He's been around so long. He's competed so much. But History. Ever since uh, Mikey's, 
I don't even say it's return of Nogi. He's exclusively Nogi at this point. He's, get, he's <laughs> retired the Gi. But ever since Mikey has, has come back to Nogi, uh, he's been killing it. What, who, okay, what, what were the results? He tapped Marcelo Cohen, tapped Lucas Pinedo, beat Juni by decision, but it was pretty dominant, right? Mm-hmm. Let me look up Gio Martinez. What, what was Gio's last match? He lost to Kennedy? Was that it? Lost Bef- to Kennedy, beat Paulo. Beat Paulo Meow. Mm-hmm. So they both... Uh, Beat Juni as well. Juni. They both yep. beat Juni. It was Juni. I think. I think both of their last match was beating Juni. Correct. Decision wins against Juni. I mean, Geo's definitely has the uh, experience factor here uh, with with ADCC. But I mean, Mikey's such a good competitor, so smart. I think Mikey's probably been thinking about how he's going to compete in ADCC for a long time. He's probably got it all broken down. Craig, I'd really be interested. Before I give my opinion, how do you think this match goes down, Mikey versus Geo? I mean, it'll be interesting to see how Mikey plays the ADCC roles. Do you think he sits? Mm. Do you think he pulls guard? I think he's probably going to shoot a single. Although it'll depend how, because Gio does really? have a good Kimura trap, you know. But I mean, shoot a single to sit. I yeah, think yeah, he's yeah. going to strategically yeah. find. So you can shoot, be there for the three seconds or whatever, and then and then pull guard basically. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, I think if we're going to see someone come up with a safe way to pull guard, we're going to see Mikey yeah. do. I don't think Mikey's sure. going to be. I mean, Mikey might be confident enough to take the negatives because he's got twenty minutes to sweep Gio. Yeah. But again, knowing the uh, gamesmanship and strategy Mikey plays, I'm not sure if he'll want to concede a point there. But you, you can also give up like a fake takedown, but I don't think Gio will probably fall for that yeah. if Mikey's trying to do it. Yeah, it's, it's complicated. How, okay, how do you think it ends? How, how, how do you think this match ends? Do you think Mikey wins? Do you think Gio wins? How? I give, I'd probably give Mikey the edge. I haven't seen Gio compete too regularly lately, and I've seen Mikey just really going hard, putting mm-hmm. in a lot of work. Mikey's on the up and up for Nogi right now, and again, we haven't seen Gio be as active. Gio was also much more dangerous when he had his beard, much less intimidating these days. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I give, I give Mikey the edge. Would, will he be able to heel hook Gio? I'm not sure. Have we see, has Gio lost by a heel hook? I've seen him in some deep trouble. Eddie Good Cummings question. had him in some trouble back in the already. day. No heel hook losses. Yeah, wow. so I mean, if Mikey were to be able to heel hook Gio, that'd be a big feather in his cap. That'd yeah. sell him a lot of DVDs, I think. <laughs> so I know that's his strategy with yeah, these matches. Before Gio came back, he's gone two and one on who's number one. But before that, he hadn't fought since ADCC 2019, where he lost in the first round of Mateus Gabriel. I don't even remember that match. How did that match go? It was like nothing. Yeah, it was it was nothing. nothing. A, lot of, a lot of out of bounds stuff, yeah. and yeah. Reed, what do you think for this match? Yeah, great match here, obviously. Mikey versus Gio. I think there's just a real opportunity here. We've seen Gio um, dip his toes a little bit into like this trash talk with Mikey and stuff like that. I saw that, yeah. I think there's an opportunity here for, for Gio to really approach this match differently oh, yeah. than anybody else has. Let's pull that up, this quote from Gio. Great quote. The combination of ADCC rules and how great an opponent... Okay, that's Mikey. Let's go down to the... The no friends quote, right? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't want to make any friends. There was such a funny reply on that Instagram post about the friends, right? Someone was like, oh, that's not how commas work. <laughs> I was dying. On what? On the flow quote? Yeah. Wait, what, what, do you, what do we do wrong? I, I think... Too many, too we, many comments. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> okay, all right. It's Connor's, it's Connor's department. <laughs> Definitely wasn't me. If you're, ever, if you're ever mad about an Instagram post, it's Connor. All right, uh, Connor, what happened with this Instagram post? Explain yourself. Look. It wasn't me, but there was a quotation mark messed up. They oh, you're throwing JMZ under the bus back there. <laughs> oh, we're throwing names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. So what happened? Uh, yeah, we messed up on some quotation marks. We're not great at English, but you know, hey, we're here for jujitsu. Did we use commas instead of quotation marks? We use quotation marks. We fixed it, and then the next graphic had a problem with the commas, so we just left it and said, "Fuck it, whatever." I mean, a big part of the audience is probably not great with English either, to be honest. So. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> we're here. Yeah, yeah, it's targeted audience. That's what it is. <laughs> all right, well, next week we're going to explain to Connor how, how commas work. But all right, let's, let's, let's pull up this quote here. It's, it's hard not to re- – forgive me, I'm reading this from 10 feet away. It's hard not to respect Mikey's accomplishments on the mats. Everyone loves him. He's definitely part of BJJ royalty in gi and no gi. He's like jiu-jitsu's golden boy. I don't know how I feel about him always trying to be super nice to everyone. I don't know. It just doesn't feel real. Maybe it's just me trying to get myself more hyped up before the match, or maybe I just don't get him. I have a feeling he thinks he's way better than me. I guess we will see. Once we shake hands, it's on. I'm here to be the best and leave my mark. I'm not here to make new friends. I have enough friends. Craig, what do you think about that? I mean, aggressive words. Aggressive words. Uh, I'm not here to make friends either, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. I, I haven't seen Gio talk too much like that before yeah. matches previously, and he's had some uh, some tense matches before. So I wonder. It's uh, he's taken a particular dislike to Mikey and his uh, spaghetti his pasta love. <laughs> Look, they say, they say 
um, competition is like 90% mental, right? Isn't that the quote? That's what they say. I think there's an opportunity for Gio to get into Mikey's head uh, this, this, these next few days here. You know, play the bad guy, uh, play the mean guy, you know, play the guy who, who's, who's not going to uh, take a backward step or that, that type of thing. You know, I think bring it just a different energy. You know, like he's, he's very right. Everybody who, who competes against Mikey, um, he becomes friends with them. He, he's very friendly with, with everybody, just about everybody he competes against. Um, you know, there's definitely some, some exceptions there. But I, I would just like to see Gio kind of uh, explore a little bit more down that path. I think there's, an, there's a way for him to kind of get in Mikey's head, maybe, maybe throw him off a little bit. Who knows? I think Mikey's the favorite here for sure. But Heel turn by Gio in this match. Did you see, see uh, when Gio made a post early on advertising this match? And he was like, he made a post. And then at the end, he had a little line. He said, no Portuguese translation because I'm not Brazilian. Mm-hmm. Definitely mm-hmm. a shot at my career. Yeah, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. little heel turn going on by Gio here. A little, little bad guy uh, turn for him. Uh, against, you know. Love it. Against Mikey's like such a nice, innocent guy. <laughs> you, know, you know what you got to do? You got to hit him with the Bruno Malfacin. Yeah. Take Ooh. the handshake away. You know, that that's, rocked Mikey. That's a classic right there, man. Like you think you should do it ahead of time? Do it at the I press have, conference or the way yeah, in. Or something. Yeah, do it at the way. Do it, offer it multiple times. Take it away every time. <laughs> <laughs> that would shake. Yeah. Because Mikey will go for it every time. <laughs> Mind games. Right. <laughs> I mean, Gio's got to be the toughest opponent Mikey's had since he came back from no game. I mean, Marcelo Cohen, that was, I mean, no district for Marcelo. He's not Gio. Uh, Lucas Pineda was ranked very high because Ivy J's have competition. Mikey made quick work of him. He'll hooked him in, like, two, under two minutes. Uh, Junie, Mikey sort of ran away with it. Uh, Mikey, I'm going to ask you something. Mikey was saying on the Discord Uh-oh. something he's been having problems with. People stomping on his balls when he tries to heel hook him. Is this something that you've had to work practice defenses for before? Uh, you and Taza work on quite a bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Luckily, after many years, mine is like a, a an old speed bag. You know, it's been hitting too many times. I just uh, <laughs> I don't feel it anymore. All right, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say they get funky on the ground. Mike ends up inverting, doing some weird Baron Bolo stuff. Gets on their back, wins wins by points after getting on their back. Corey, what are you thinking about this match? I said this before, but I, I still think that Geo has enough experience in the rule set. Um, and enough experience in weird positions to kind of take Mikey off his game. I also like this this wild card he's throwing and trying to get into Mikey's head. I don't think a lot of people have done that before. Um, we'll see how that how that pans out. But I have Geo taking this by an edge again. Very close match for me. Notorious um, Mikey hater Corey Stockton in the back, always picking against. Geo and uh, I have that uh, in common. <laughs> <laughs> what are they saying online, Connor? Well, we got. I- Everyone's here for Mikey, looks like, but the, the most interesting part is how they think he's going to win. First off, someone thinks he's going to throw the McGregor kick at the weigh-ins, like the, what is it, the Hasbullah, <laughs> like the, ugh, <laughs> one of those. Uh, we also got Mikey by Electric Chair, mm-hmm. and Mikey by Dead Orchard, and which, I'm rooting for that one. That's how you really leave your mark and, like, you know, kind of put one out there for Geo. They're saying Mikey by electric. Yeah, yeah. That'd be wild. We, we better have some big security in case those two go out. I don't know who's going to be able to hold them back. I think it's <laughs> you. That's why we brought you. Yeah, what are you doing, bro? Like, yeah. This is your job. I can't afford another injury. That's true. <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen the videos that uh, we made about Mikey's diet? You ever seen this shit? Well, where he just eats spaghetti all the time, spaghetti right? Spaghetti and pizza or pasta and pizza. What do you think about that? I, I, I dig it, yeah. I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I eat shit all the time and then starve myself to make weight. Works for him. All right, moving on. <laughs> so what, what's the next matchup? Where are we at now? Is Liz, it Hulk? Uh, Hulk and Tackett. There you go. Yep. All right, first off, this is uh, the guy you were supposed to fight against William Tackett, a guy who's tried to get a match with you, it seems, online for a while. What do you think about this matchup? I think it's a good one. Obviously, uh, Tackett's like the uh, uh, healthier, younger, better-looking version of me. just keeps taking the matches that my old ass has to pull out of. Uh, so yeah, it's an interesting one. I think um, seeing how Tackett does. Wait, did he do that two times in a row? Yeah, he took, yeah against Ty as well. All right, you got him on speed dial. <laughs> when I, when Tackett's I... our Craig Jones replacement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's my stunt double. <laughs> Luckily. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we saw them face off at Subversive, which wasn't too long ago, and Barbosa was able to basically use his size to, uh, I think, to just control the pace of the match. Eventually, pass. William Tacker. I think early on, William Tacker tried to jump and invert to the legs, and Barbosa saw it coming. How long ago was a subversive match? I think it was uh, fairly recent, right? End of last year. Within the last six. I, I feel like like their weights are like like Hulk's like going down in weight, Tacker's like going up in weight, yeah. and like they're getting to the point where like they're probably getting close to the same size. So things might Tacker might even Tacker might even be bigger. Might than be him. bigger, yeah. Right? Like Hulk looks like he's getting smaller and smaller every time I see him. 
Uh, <laughs> which I mean, he's got a you got a certain image you got to maintain if your nickname's going to be the Hulk. You got to. Well, he's trying to go I mean, down to the eighty-eight weight class, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Tech's been going up. I mean, I think Tech was really small. The last ADCC was like a guy trying to qualify at seventy-seven. Mm-hmm. Now he's way up there at eighty-eight. So I mean, what do you think Tackett's uh, road to beating Hulk is here? I mean, because it's a here's the difficulty, right? We've seen Tackett have long, tough matches before, and I think his gas tank has let him down. And that's not me insulting him because my gas tank shit myself. But uh, we've seen him have, like, the match against John Combs, he was absolutely exhausted past the halfway point of the match. So one great way to beat Hulk would be to use conditioning to be able to take the lead late in the match. But unfortunately, both Hulk and William Tackett don't have excellent conditioning, especially over a 20-minute match. Um, I haven't seen anyone heel hook uh, Barbosa. Yeah, I know Tackett's very dangerous when he gets to the legs, but it didn't happen in the last match. Nothing makes me think it's going to be closer to happening this time. I think we'll probably see more of the same match. I think at this stage, Barbosa is still probably too big and strong. Unless he makes a clear error, I think he's probably going to control the match, score after the halfway point. I don't think he'll submit William Tacker, and I'm not, I don't really think William Tacker will be able to submit Hulk. Yeah, because Hulk's like the type of guy. He's got a few bursts, right, in, in a match. He's not going to he's not going to push the pace, Gary Tonin style, the entire time. But it's like you don't think Tackett's got the cardio to do that to Hulk. Yeah, yeah. Saying. I mean. Gary Tonin against Hulk would be an incredible match to watch. I think you'd see Gary Tonin try it. Like, Gary Tonin would have the perfect game plan for a guy like Hulk. Just come after him and be unsubmittable for so long, eventually you're going to gas him out. And I think that's a great way to beat Hulk, but unless Tackett's cardio and conditioning has improved a ton, I'm not sure if that avenue is available to him. Do you think, obviously, it's ADCC wrestling's a big factor. Do you think Tackett can wrestle with Hulk? That'll be, that'll be interesting to see because it's hard to say as well because, like, say, I'll be 30 soon, so it's like, for me, if you see me... 12 months from now, there's not going to be vast changes in my game, game game plan, you know, my abilities. But if you see a guy like Tackett at his age, six months, 12 months, we could see totally new skill sets. We could see a new person entirely. So really, when you make predictions about younger guys like that, it's hard to say how the wrestling's changed over this period of time. Yeah, very true. I mean, yeah, he's only 21. All these mm. guys are so young. Reed, what are you thinking about this one? Yeah, dope match. Love it. Love William Tackett stepping up on short notice. What a G. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I think I, I got to take William Tackett here, to be honest, though. I just think that, uh, you know, because he is so young and so hungry, I think he's training super hard. He's got another big event coming up um, at the end of the year or at end of the month here, I BJ think. BJ Bet. BJ Bet, right. He's, wor- he's working towards that. So I, I know he's in camp. He's training. It's not like he's just coming off the couch or anything like that. You know, he's training for a big event uh, just a few weeks away. So I think he's going to be coming in ready. I think, you know, I don't know, I'll, I'll, um, I'll push back on, on his, uh, his gas tank there a little bit. I, I, think, I think he will be able to push the pace. Um, I see him up there running up and down these bleachers and stuff like that. It's just like, man, if you can't push the pace after running these bleachers, what, what's going on? So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think he'll be able to push the pace uh, a little bit down the line. I think he'll be able to score in, in the points um, part, and I think he'll, he'll take the win on points if I, if I have to uh, put some money on it. Corey, what are you thinking? Uh, quick reminder about that. BJJ bet bracket, too. Uh, you know who else is in that bracket? Lucas Barbosa. Oh, okay. Right, so it's we, we could see a lot of this match in the near future. Um, yeah, I, I I got some uh, some insight into the uh, the new betting lines for this match. Obviously, Hulk is the favorite. He's actually a major favorite of minus five hundred against Tack. It's wow. plus three fifty five. That might be. Is that the biggest favorite on the card? It's uh, close. I believe that. Was yeah, Mikey that, up there? I think Mikey. Might Mikey was there. also up there, but I yeah. think this is this is a bigger favorite. Um, but it's it's a really good indication of like the odds are a good indication of what the odds makers expect to happen, right? Uh, the over 15 minutes is minus 400, um, so they're expecting this to go to decision in favor of Hulk, um, and I think specifically that's because Hackett's best route, as far as I see, is a heel hook. But Hulk has never lost via heel hook, like Craig said. Um, so yeah, I, I think that. At the moment, Hulk's just too big. I think it's a lot closer than the match we saw back last November, but I still think that Hulk uh, Hulk, Hulk takes the lead on this. Is the over the over's not 15 minutes for this, is it? Because they, 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 do, they do over 15 minutes for for who's number one, but this is 20 minute matches. No, they do over 10 minutes for who's number one. Oh, okay, all right. So it's good. all right. So so you're saying uh, Bet DSI thinks this match is going to go to decision? Is that what uh, it was? It, it, it looks like we're thinking decision for Hulk. Yeah, uh, over 15 is minus 400, and Hulk is minus 500. I think this match is going to be pretty, is going to be nuts. I think Tackett's going to come out, go crazy on him. There's going to be tons of action, but I think Hulk is going to be similar to when Hulk fought Roberto in the Gi at Fight to Win. I think Hulk's going to catch him sooner or later, Kimura him or something. You know, you know, he's going to be, be be too big, too strong for him. One, one thing I'm thinking on this time. match is we've seen a lot of uh, Tackett opening matches with 
Iminari rules and with you know uh, with Kani Basami and, and things like that. Do we think the attack it pulls right away, or, or is he going to try and wrestle with Hulk? Maybe Hulk Imanari rolls him. Who knows? Anything can happen. <laughs> I think I think Tackett will wrestle. I think you know it's this is ADCC man. It's the time to wrestle. It's time to to test those waters. Connor, what are they saying online? You know, it was actually really close, but I think Hulk got this one to Reed's point about the bleachers. You know, Steve reminds us Hulk does not feel like bleachers. Hulk is going to be a lot of pressure on him. Uh, it's going to be quite what? a bit. Also, Craig Jones, they think you're going to run in with a steel chair if. Tackett starts losing. Take out. Holes, I don't know. No I don't know contest. who Craig is hitting with the steel chair. To tell you the truth, there's both a couple of little. I'm gonna right. hit him. Hit him both with it. Yeah, <laughs> and then just walk around the walk around the mat with your hands up. I like it. Yeah. Do you, you see um, Tackett's uh, submission there on on Hibamar, the, the heel hook that he got? It was like this. Like, I did. Yeah. Reverse grip. He heel hooked Felipe Andrew too, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What do you think about it? He's got some good leg locks? What do you think about his leg locks? Yeah, good. Definitely. I mean, using the reverse figure four is the grip you have to take if you can't apply hip pressure. So it's the strongest grip, but it also adds a step to get to it. But again, it's, early, it's great early in the match because the legs are so dry. But I think, I think Tackett's probably going to try to wrestle for a bit and then probably try to create a leg entry from the feet of some kind because that's exactly what he did in the last match with Hulk. And he was, at, he was able to pull guard at Subversive, but he still tried to wrestle into a leg lock from the feet. So I feel like this rule set will guide him towards that. Man, looking at these matches, I'm like, I don't know what the hell's going to happen. Something like Nicky Dante, this one. I mean, 20 minutes, too. Yeah, like, like yeah. it, it, just so many possibilities, points, no points. These could go so many different ways. Moving on along. Uh, Anna Carolina Vieira versus Elizabeth Clay. Anna Carolina was in ADCC in 2019. Elizabeth Clay has won the trials but never competed at the actual ADCC Worlds, right? Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. All right, so, I mean, Elizabeth Clay, uh, Corey, why don't you t- first tell us, Elizabeth Clay is just killing people lately, right? Yeah, uh, she has won her last 11 matches via submission. Jesus. Yeah, she's, she's uh, I think, unstoppable. Any rule set, um, I- I've mentioned this before, I-, I think that she'll probably sit to guard pretty early, and if that happens, I expect this match to go to a quick submission, maybe under five minutes. Subhow, what are you thinking? Uh... Heel hook's too easy, but I think it will be a lower body submission. I, I think she seems to have been avoiding the heel hooks, preferring straight ankle locks. Um, but, but I think maybe a knee bar or something like that. So you're saying Elizabeth Clay's unstoppable? Yeah, I, I think she'll, she'll probably make the ADCC finals later on next year. How do you think she does against Craig Jones? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to cool her out. You keep talking like that. I'll pay to watch the 50 50 shootout. She'll go go plot at me. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and then I'll yeah. and then I'll slam her. <laughs> is that going to be your new thing? Just slamming to get DQ'd? Uh, it's a good strategy, honestly. Yeah, it's entertaining. You know? I'd pay yeah. you to do it. Uh, <laughs> Craig, that, put, that just helps me. Uh, help, help me <laughs> <laughs> helps remind me that you are the you're turning into the Andy Kaufman of jujitsu. Yeah, Andy <laughs> Kaufman. <laughs> well, uh, honestly, I'm trying to come slamming them. First off, but, before we get into this, what's going on with your Andy Kaufman journey? Are you ever going to fight Gabby Garcia? Yeah, so I've been waiting on getting uh, a green card. So as soon as that's sorted, we're gonna we're gonna do the match. I'm gonna, but I keep trying to get the match. I've still been heckling her anytime she goes live on Instagram. If you guys ever, if you ever see Gabby Garcia live on Instagram, tune in because I'm gonna be in the comment section roasting her. How does she react to it? <laughs> does she get pissed off, or how does it go? Uh, she usually does her hair, starts to pose around a bit. You know what I mean? Uh, but she does get pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> someone, someone in the Instagram comments had said they thought there was rumors that you had gotten your green card and married someone. Yeah, it was Gabby Garcia. Oh, okay. Just making sure. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever wins gets the divorce settlement, you know? Oh, that's pretty <laughs> nice. So for this match, yeah, I mean, Elizabeth Clay uh, just coming in with such momentum. She's, I mean, she's young one, too. There's so many young, good young people in jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. What's she, like 21? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, 20 minutes is a long time for Anna Carolina to uh, last with her. I think Elizabeth Clay, I'll say she gets on the leg. I'll say, say she heel hooks her. What are you thinking, Reed? Yeah, I mean, you can't count Anna Carolina out. I think it's a great matchup for her. You know, it's going to be a, one of the bigger names that I think Elizabeth has, has competed against on a big stage like this. Um, you know, but it's she's like she's, you guys are all saying, she's just unstoppable. I think she probably has uh, Elizabeth Clay I'm talking about. She has a uh, submission ratio that probably rivals Gordon's. She might have, like, the best submission to win ratio in the sport. Like, she always submits everybody. Um, so I'm going to go with, with her submit Anna here again. Um, you know, I think Anna will, will have the skill set to push it late. It might see a, a late submission, um, but other than that, I think this is all Liz Clay. What are you thinking, Craig? You agree with everybody else? Yeah, I think. I think. I mean, when you have eleven submissions in a row, that momentum is going to be pretty, 
pretty tough to stop, especially when you're dynamic. You've got go-go platters, leg locks. It gets a long time to uh, stay out of trouble there for Anna. Well, but yeah. it'd be a big win for, for Elizabeth Clay here. Make, make no mistake. You know, like we, we've talked a lot about Anna has a Hall of Fame career in the Gi, three-time uh, world champion there. You know, she always makes it look easy in the, in, at IBJJF Worlds, to be honest. She submitted Raquel in, in the uh, finals in 2019. Um, so she's a killer out there. And we've been seeing her, you know, she, there's a little bit of rolling footage and stuff on, on our site. Uh, she's been training out there in Florida. So she knows she, you know she's taking this match seriously. But... Um, yeah, I just think Liz is going to be a little too much. Connor, Discord, what are they saying? Man, everyone's here for Clay. They're not even any funny comments to keep us going. They just think if Clay's <laughs> going to Nothing even clever. Not, like... not really. Just Clay for the win. Like, you know, someone's asking Craig to say, like, stereotypical is, is Australian FTW things. Is FTW for the win? Yeah, yeah. Did you not know is that? Is that why Big O does Big O FTW? Are you I for real? Was, I thought it was, huh? Are you, are you for real? I don't know this shit. What do you think it stood for? Is it Big O for the win? That's what he always is posting? I would assume. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'm just fucked up. I thought FTW was going to fuck the world. Uh, but that's what naturally went uh, Fuck the world. Who all is in the Discord today? What's the roll call? Man, we got Basera. We got O. Steve. We got Josh Chistu. There's this guy, Bruticus. I think uh, he's happy that we gave him a shout-out with his comment. I How think about Luis? Is Luis Quinones in there? No, not today. Not on the Discord. But uh, they're trying to actually, they're saying what's it going to take to get Craig in the Discord. So I'm, I'm old. You. you guys are going to have to teach me how to use it. All right. Well, someone in the comments section, teach Craig Jones how to use it. Hit his DMs up. Let him know. Force him. Just bully him. Like yeah, I get some good you. DMs. Throw something spicy in there. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, where are we where are we at? We got, we got one match left, right? The one that we announced today? Yep. Yeah, one more. Yep, one more. Roberto Jimenez versus Cade Rotolo. They fought once before, I believe, right, at, at, at Third Coast, and I think Roberto tapped him, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. I, I don't think he tapped him. I know Roberto took his back. I don't know. He, I think he, he just went on points, though. I don't think. Let me look it up. I, Was that Cade or Ty? He, he beat, he beat both, both of them, them in the same tournament at one point. Let me look this up. All right, well, first off... Time match was super close. Could have gone either way, well, right? I think he fought him at two different third coats. Let me he check. He beat him by choke. Oh, did he really? Um, yeah, he beat him by, by choke from the back. Yeah. Right, I think, all right, let me, let me look at look this, that tournament. Because I think he fought them back-to-back at that one. Correct. It was Cade in the semis and then Ty in the finals. Roberto mm-hmm. fights so goddamn much. Uh, yeah, and then he beat Ty. Is this the one where he beat Ty and then it was, like, overturned or something? Or was that a different time? Yeah, that's, he beat Ty and it was called a no contest because it was... A very uh, iffy, ridiculous decision. <laughs> yeah. ridiculous it should have gone to Ty. No, I, I, um, I think it should have gone to Roberto. Ridiculous to make it a no contest. I don't know. Yeah, how do you overturn it? After? Can you, yeah. can you do that no, when, if, I, if when the, I lose? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, if the referee makes a call, that's what the call yeah, is. There's no, exactly. There's no overturning it when the match is over. But uh, it's not the IBJJF, you know. Kate Rotolo. You would think he'd be a little bit smaller than Roberto. It's hard to tell with Roberto because his weight fluctuates. It does. Like when he fought, was that against you or there was one of the matches he showed up? He was like 173 pounds or something. It was either you or Gordon or somebody. Usually, I think he's around 190, but his weight goes up and down. And then Cade, uh, he fights at 155 a lot, but I think he cuts a little bit there. But he's still he's significantly smaller than his brother, probably like 20 pounds smaller than Ty, right? So you would think Roberto would have a big weight advantage here. Cade's coming in with a bunch of momentum and tapping everybody. Uh, his last two matches were amazing to watch. Roberto's just so inconsistent. He got heel hooked by Pedro Mourinho recently. Uh, what did, did you see that heel hook? I watched it, yeah. What do you think about the, that finish? <clears throat> I think it's just crazy that uh, Roberto hasn't adapted that area of his game yet. I feel like it's a, a bit of a weakness, and I, I'm not sure why he's still suffering from that weakness. I feel like he could he could make those adjustments. But again, Roberto's like, <clears throat> he could beat anyone in the anyone. world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then the danger is because of a weakness like that, he could lose to almost anyone. He just goes out there and lets it fly, sort of. Yeah, he just throws himself. He's like, he's like, he's kind of like Gary without the same level of submission defense. And that by nature means he's going to submit a lot of people, but he's also going to get caught. Yeah, and that's why he's one of the most exciting people to watch, right? Like, there's just no boring matches with, with Roberto or or, or Kate. Mm-hmm. Oh, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, ADCC rules, uh, are they going to wrestle each other? Like, that, that, that's where it's like it starts changing things. Like, I would think... Roberto's got the wrestling advantage. Roberto's got the wrestling yeah. advantage. I mean, how good is, is Kate at wrestling? I don't, we've seen Ty look pretty good in, in wrestling exchanges. I mean, obviously not against wrestling uh, superstar Craig Jones <laughs> last time. But it's like... Uh, Ty's, I, I don't, I don't remember much about Cade wrestling, but he's going to have a little bit of a Too size much. disadvantage, really, which really hurts you wrestling. But you would think that if if they start off wrestling, Roberto's probably got the advantage, right? 
I would say so, yeah. And but but it's also like Roberto, he would have a clear path to victory if he wanted to be boring. If you've got the wrestling advantage and it's an ADCC final, look busy and do nothing. And you could sort of game the rules. But knowing Roberto, Roberto is not that guy. If he sees a takedown, he's going to take Kate down, try Five to take his back. the match. Exactly. Or... Shoot. He will shoot out of the gates. There's going to be not a lot of strategy in that sense. He just wants to submit everyone. So we're going to see. this. I would say this is probably going to be the, easily the most exciting match of the cut. Yeah. I, I feel like I was going to say that Roberto has like the advantage in the scrambles, but... I mean, Cade also has, like, the advantage in the scrambles. So I feel like it's just going to be, like, a whirlwind of who knows what. And then one of these guys is going to come out on top. And, and I, I think this match might end early because... Uh, buggy bo- choke? Bug- no, buggy choke, yeah. I don't think it, I, it's, <laughs> who knows? I, I think it should be called a rule total choke now because there's, there's only one person that does it. I second it. that. Who named but, it? Who yeah, named that choke? I don't know. But it? Rule total choke, in my opinion. Uh, Cade hits it. I think Kane hits a buggy choke in, in, in this match. I think there's he, gonna be some crazy scrambles, and it's like when you watch that guy roll or you watch him compete, it's like he's always mm-hmm. looking for it. I can mm-hmm. see him hit. I think he, I think he's gonna catch Roberto with the buggy choke. That should be a thing on Bet DSI. Flying buggy choke. You should be on a Bet <laughs> Bet DSI plus ten thousand or something. Will he hit the buggy choke? Uh, Corey, what are you thinking about this matchup? Uh, I, I really, I was a big fan of this matchup as it was with Roberto and and Wilsey. and I think for the same reason that all of the fans were excited about this match is because. Uh, nobody knew what was going to happen in that match, right? I mean, it, entirely unpredictable, two finishers. I think we're getting a lot of the same out of Cade Rotolo and Roberto Jimenez um, because Roberto puts it all on the line, because Cade is so calculated and high-paced, because his attack output is going to mirror Roberto's. Um, one thing that comes to my mind is I think we, we've all identified that Roberto's biggest weakness is sometimes that he leaves his legs hanging out there and, and doesn't do much to defend them. And we've seen a lot of Cade attacking lower body submissions recently. Now, he hasn't finished them, but he's put up a, a little bit of an increased output in his, uh, in his leg attacks. And I think we're going to see that from him, and I think he might secure his first heel hook win. Connor, what are you thinking? What's, what's, what are they thinking online? How many of those beers you had back there? You all right? I'm like seven in, dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks like um, the Discord is going for eyebrowless, spiritual, mean face backstage Roberto. I think they backstage they, Roberto is a that's a factor. He's scary, man. And Craig, they, you know, yeah, you've been back know, there with yeah. him. You're scared, yeah. I mean, I sh- I will say I shared a locker room with him one time at uh, Submission Underground, and uh, he was singing while taking a shit before the match, and I was I've never been more intimidated. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like he's a he unfortunately has like a quick tap to the heel hook too. I mean like I'm thinking of uh Oliver Taza versus Jonta Alves where um, Taza had that heel hook it looked like you couldn't have it any That's better. Disgusting. Yeah, yeah. And and Jonta is, is just eating it, you know? And so it seems like for whatever reason um Roberto's a very quick tap on the heel hooks too. I think sometimes he taps taps instinctually in the Pedro Mourinho match it looked like he tapped instinctually as uh and it wasn't that deep yet and he regretted it straight mm-hmm. after but mm-hmm. I would definitely recommend to Roberto Jimenez if you get put in a buggy truck and you're not comfortable with a slam at least run off camera pick him up run off camera <laughs> thank you <laughs> you don't want you don't want the camera to tap see in that, the dark right? <laughs> yeah, just walk off stand up and just walk off the man carrying him <laughs> all right <laughs> That'd be a good start to the day. Uh, good start to the event. All right, before we get out of here, anything new going on with you guys, Connor? What's new with you? Anything crazy happen? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think people are taking your uh, 10K challenge for uh, my my belt pretty seriously. Yeah, people in. are coming for the Texas State. Dude, I, like I can champion. use 10K. So yeah. I it's Hollywood Mike's. You got to talk to Hollywood Mike up there. He's uh, he's throwing down fat stacks. But uh, yeah, no, nothing's new for me. Anybody watching any interesting shit on TV or anything? I, I you guys got anything going on? We uh we we asked uh, if the commenters had anything for Craig like yesterday, and they had some pretty uh, good questions. If you uh, yeah, let's hit cycle them. through. Let's hit Craig with these questions. Cool. I just uh, saw a Roberto Jimenez eyebrow question. That's a, that is an interesting. That's a question we all have, to be honest. <laughs> what what is the question? Just where do they go? Is uh, why does he shave his eyebrows? Oh yeah. I guess for aerodynamics on his shot, but. <laughs> uh yeah. So we have some here. Uh, Craig, would you ever compete in MMA? I always say this, you know, like, uh, I'm too old for that shit now, but if Gabby Garcia doesn't want the grappling match, we can throw down, we can fight. Because, quite <laughs> frankly, neither of us know how to fight. <laughs> you did a little MMA coaching recently, Ultimate Fighter. I saw the video, you got left hanging. Left hanging. Uh, uh, did fist bump that with guy? A, with Ortega. You know what's funny about that is he did fist bump me, but they cut it out. Ah, uh, those bastards. Dirty. But yeah, damn. damn Ortega. 
All right, what else we got? What other questions? Did you become a big Ortega fan after the show? Uh, I was a fan before the show, but yeah. I'm not a fan anymore. No? <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, Craig, how pissed is Gordon at you for breaking your hand? How pissed? Well, I don't know why I'd be angry for breaking my hand. <laughs> how pissed is he at Tarza, then? At Tarza? We're all pissed with Tarza all the oh, time. Okay. Honestly, he's a constant disappointment. He lets <laughs> us all down, you know. Well, how's, how's Big Dan doing? How's Big Dan doing? Yeah. Uh, I think pretty good. He's another guy that could probably do with a, a bit of a Roberto Jimenez makeover, shave the eyebrows. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're pretty wild. Uh, Mo actually had brought up uh, in the Discord uh, that we should jump Oliver Taza when he comes in for the week uh, using Ruthless. Michael Sears' bat. Yeah. So, Jesus. I know. I think it's he, he deserves it. So I think, quite frankly, in that sense, we should we should beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Yeah, the, I can tell people in the Discord, Tony, just put the Thanos glove on and suck it up. You'll be, you'll be fine against all. Um, it's it's not the problem. It is a left-handed glove. <laughs> yeah. and it is Otherwise, a, he would have done it. It is, it is <laughs> a right-handed injury. I should come clean with how I did hurt uh, this hand. And it was a subscription to Gabby Garcia's OnlyFans. It's an overuse injury, more or less. Uh, <laughs> are we even allowed to laugh at that? Can we laugh? Are we... <laughs> Hey, Craig's got an OnlyFans, so he's allowed to yeah. say stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, get on there. Content creator. Get on there. Uh, You're actually talking about your competition, really. It's your, you know, these are your, <laughs> these are the other people in the market. You got to take them out. What's going on with your OnlyFans? Do you really post stuff on there? Uh, to, to be honest, mostly what I do is someone will send me a message, be like, hey, can you insult my training partner? So I'll send a vi- <laughs> direct video message to their training partner on Instagram, being like, hey, you're a joke. Your whole team hates you. Your leg locks suck. <laughs> That's mostly what I do on there. I've sold oh, some, on OnlyFans. Yeah, I've sold some dirty underwear on there. Actually, funny enough, it's, it's been going to Chase's uh, address. Strangely, mm-hmm. he leaves his, uh, his name <laughs> on the package. <laughs> Classic Chase. <laughs> yep. And Craig, uh, Craig, they want you to do a shoey right now. A shoey right now. I got some old shoes. I'm not kidding. Uh, <laughs> shoey is that like the guy at the UFC who drank the beer from the shoe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that something you, 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 you do? Uh, is not that since high school? Really? Would you do it? Not yeah. since high school. You, you did it before? In high school? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Would I think you do it out of the Thanos gauntlet? <laughs> I don't know whose hands have been in here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So it's it's a it's a whole thing down there. Everybody oh, does people, it. People love it down there. I mean, they oh, wow. it's definitely come back pretty strong thanks to Ty Tavasa and stuff like that. That's hilarious. All right, what are they, we got any other questions for him, Connor? Um, n- I mean, <laughs> mostly just like, Craig, say something Australian or like, Say you something know, Australian. Yeah. Say something Australian. Where's I mean, it's, it's mostly just words I probably shouldn't say on the stream. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you've got, gotten us in all the trouble that we can get in at this point. Yeah, so. it's live, right? So you guys can't cut it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which is perfect. Thanks, bro. Let me ask ask you, Craig. Obviously, you were there at ADCC 2019. How does it feel, though, now to kind of be getting back to ADCC, right? This is like our our official kickoff. Uh, We got trials coming up. We got ADCC Worlds in September. You know, how does it feel to kind of get back on this ADCC train for everybody? Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. It's uh, It honestly, it felt like ADCC would never come back during COVID, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's very exciting to have it back. I think this is a stacked event. I think all these guys, if they are in the ADCC, will be the favorites of their division, basically. And I guess the main event, if Denise jumps in absolute, he'll probably be one of the betting favorites to win the absolute. So I think it's very intriguing to see how this event plays out and how that's going to affect those uh, divisions going forward. Are you going to try with Gordon not able to do the absolute because of the super fight? Are you going to try and take down the absolute next time? Yeah, yeah, I'll jump in. I would have done it last time, but just my eye hit this point of being so gross and leaking that I was like, listen, this is too much. I was I was quite comfortable giving Denise pink eye, but the absolute, I thought <laughs> I'll leave those it. victims alone. Yeah, you just can't catch a break. You're always sick, always injured. Yeah, Bad I'm fragile. Reactions to shots. Bad reactions to shots. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the only athlete to be put out due to COVID and the vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> one, one last question. Uh, they were wondering when's the OnlyFans rash guard restock coming in. Restock, yeah, I know. We got to get it Those back things in. Are a big hit, huh? Dang. I see them all over Instagram. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, the uh, the best of the best are rocking those rash guards. Uh, I think we might have some back in stock now. Oh, we were trying to be pretty sneaky with it. We wanted to do just a single run and then remove it from the website to avoid lawsuits. But uh, obviously, that was so popular. I think we just have to risk it and leave it up there. But yeah, we sold so many, so many uh, degenerates out there supporting the cause. Bunch of perverts. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the event Saturday night. I know you guys are used to who's the one's Friday night. This one's Saturday night, eight o'clock Eastern time. Uh, there's no prelims this time, just six matches. So make sure you're tuned in at eight o'clock. 
Uh, all six of these matches are crazy. ADCC Worlds, first matches in ADCC Worlds that I know about since ADCC Worlds in 2019. This is sort of the beginning of everything. All of a sudden, the trials are coming in the fall, right? We got mm. like a trial in Poland. I heard there's going to be one in Australia, right? Yes, I believe it's going to be in Melbourne too. But the Aussies, I think they're still going to be locked down by the time the Singapore trials come around. So I'm not sure if they're going to be able to do the Singapore trials, but at least we'll have the Australian trials next year. All right, make sure you tune in. There's some big news coming this week. We got, uh, we're going to be announcing some stuff about their new gym that's opening. We got a whole bunch of cool stuff coming. Uh, starting next week, we're going to start announcing divisions for the Houston World Championships in September. Uh, God bless you all. Make sure you tune in Saturday, Saturday night.